for people that are watching live, which is probably not a ton. That's okay. This is a test thing. So you're you're actually recording right now. I'm recording right now because podcasting. Roll it. You know, Star Wars. Oh, I don't. Where, Tell me. Where, Tell me, you jerk. Where Harry Potter <laughs> takes the ring. It's a free zone. You know, it's a fully free zone. I don't understand why Church Mag so much. Hello world, welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome. With your hosts, Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. Eric, who's sponsoring us this week? Thank you, Larry. Actually, this week is sponsored by ourselves. Uh, If you go to churchmag forward slash survey, you can be part of the 2018 Churchmag Reader Survey. And as a podcast listener, uh, you get an extra chance to get a cool prize. You'll be entered to win one of the $25 gift certificates to Amazon by filling out the survey. That's churchmag forward slash survey, and that will take you to the 2018 Churchmag Reader Survey. And as always, thank you for reading Churchmag and listening to the Churchmag Podcast. Thank you, Eric. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mac Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Phil. Phil, where is Phil? Phil, I think, is stuck playing Joshua. Um, yes, we're talking about the old Wisdom Tree throwback. Uh, you may have heard the uh, Video Game Cheese podcast whereby Phil is playing it. And apparently he's still playing it and we can't pry him away. So it's just us, me, Jeremy, and a very special guest, Nate Soimer. Did I say that right, Nate? Did I get your last name? I'm really bad at you names. Literally, that, that was the most you could butcher a name. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you definitely you mixed up letters. Right. You put them in all the wrong order. What did I say? What? what, what, what did, I, I don't know what, what you said. I've never heard that one. Smoyers. Nate Smoyer. Good yeah. grief. I can read. I, mean, I promise. I promise, Nate. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, is that that I have known Nate for a real long time. I don't know how far back we had you on the podcast. I mean, it was like years ago now. 2013. 2013. 2013. Look at you. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a link to the episode at natesmoyer.com. You can go to the front page. <laughs> You're so on the ball. <laughs> so we've known Nate a long time, and we've actually followed your career a little bit, you know, going from Beacon to... Um, the, the Bible publishing thing and whatnot, and uh, now you're doing your own thing. And I was uh, last uh, December, uh, the early part of December, I was at WordCamp US, uh, which was in Nashville, which is where Nate is at, and I got to have coffee with this guy, and it was so awesome. It, it was just awesome. It was surreal because it, he's the first uh, Church Mag connection person that I've ever got to meet. Face to face. Oh, for real? For real. You got to get out. I, well, I, in my defense, I, I was in Italy for seven years. So, yeah, and, okay. You know, it was, it was, it was hard excuses, to do that. Excuses. <laughs> That's fair. So anyway, um, it wasn't too shortly after, well, you know, we, we talked about a great conversation. He got my wheels turning, which they're still turning. Uh, some of the stuff that we talked about. And he was like, or I said, I don't know, we were just having a conversation, like, we need to have you on the podcast again. We've joked about it and talked about it many times before. And then he sent me um, he sent me a thing, like, on LinkedIn and uh, Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. And, you know, I was like, oh, right, I'm going to not mark that red. In fact, if I pull my Instagram right now, um, I have your story still marked as unread. I, I like have an inbox notification, and it was like a reminder. I need to get a hold of. Yeah, me. you know, and I didn't send you. An, I didn't send you a message on LinkedIn. What I said was, I said uh, Eric Dyes agreed to have me back on the Church Mag podcast if this gets a hundred likes or something like that. 
So I, I used it for my own social clout, clout right. chasing for And you forever. got 100 likes. So, you know, Something and that, so yeah. <laughs> I literally <laughs> left it un, unviewed because it was like a personal reminder, got to have Nate on, can't, got to have Nate on. And five months later. And then I followed up with you with more emails. Right? And you even followed with one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so, so bad at this stuff sometimes, <laughs> all the time. Um, oh, sometimes. Yeah, see that? I caught myself, Jeremy. I caught myself. So, anyway, it's been a long and winding road. We finally have Nate on. And then today, today, this, this is real insider stuff here, people. But you got to know how the cogs roll around here. There's not very many cogs, clearly. Um, I emailed Nate and I said, you know, I suppose we should talk about something today. And then he gives me this huge, long list of stuff we can talk about. I mean, those suggestions. We, we don't have They're to. They're awesome. Is this for real, for real live streaming? Dude, this is awesome. Okay. so Because I'm watching somebody play Minecraft. It's true. That. It's true. Okay. I have it. Now you're getting ahead right. of the game here, Nate. Okay. Jeremy. They don't know, they don't know about this, yeah, be- the people before, listening to the podcast. Before, I, before, Nate, before we have you tell everyone who you are more and what you're doing now and all that awesome stuff, Jeremy, real quick, tell everyone what's going on while, we're, while, while we are recording so this. So people that are um, in our Facebook group, they have a little extra feature of being able to watch this live. And we realize that this is an audio-only podcast, so we have to kind of work within that. And you don't want to just look at a screen of us just kind of blankly talking. So we figure I already play video games while we talk. Let's just do a uh, live stream. Wait, you're actually playing right now? That's yeah, you? he does that. Every does single that. podcast I play. And oh I'm pretty gosh. sure people thought he was like online getting information and research while we were doing the podcast when really he was just mining. Yeah, we're in the mouth clip. Yeah, yeah. It, he sounds busy, but he's just mining. It's true. It's true. It's true. All it's right. not even like uh, Bitcoin. It's just Minecraft. Just Minecraft. I ain't making any money off of this. Oh. Jeremy, you said that we realized that it was a podcast. Like, it was just audio only. We've always known that it was audio only. Just, I wanted to clarify that. Well, I mean, did Phil really know it was audio know. only? Don't, man, don't, don't mind the man behind the magic curtain. Nate, enough of this nonsense. Tell everyone, like, a little <laughs> bit of who you are and what you're doing. Who is Nate? Who is Nate? Smoyer right now. Well, we don't have time for that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Nate Smoyer. I, I do digital marketing for a living. I run a company called Real Team Panda. Uh, we focus on helping companies grow uh, through digital advertising, specializing in AdWords, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, but uh, more specifically, since everybody does that these days, um, uh, particularly looking to work with a lot of companies that are in the intersection of tech and real estate, but also still have my hands in nonprofits and occasionally still kind of in the church world, but not, not as much as I, I was. I, I got to speak at a church conference recently. That was kind of fun. Um, I'm pretty sure I have the record for the least amount of people in my breakout session, but that's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's me. Uh, I'm actually, today is my uh, second wedding anniversary. Um, what? Yeah, I got permission to do this tonight. So um, oh, we're man. actually going on a short road trip tomorrow. And so we just got done packing up the car. And I've got a Shiba Inu named Mr. Fox. A very nice Shibu Nimu. Who is uh, currently Instagram famous, if we're being honest. I mean, he's not famous yet, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to stop you from... I mean, let me that. spread the lies. So I'd really like if you to pay the rent. That'd be great. D- d- does your dog have a hashtag? Like a dedicated hashtag? No, it's the dot uh, 
fantastic dot mr dot fox i'm pretty sure that's what it is that works i didn't set it up my wife set it up yeah oh, okay okay she runs that so nate some people may be like why are you having this guy on well first of all nate's awesome and that was enough right there that was enough to have you How on there you question our reason i know right like yeah. it's our it. ding podcast we'll have whoever we want on thank you very much no um you know nate when we were when we had our coffee talk um and now, now yeah. I can't get my wires out of my mind, um, like butter. So when we had when we had our talk, it was interesting because you know, like like you said, you're into the marketing and and tech and and all this kind of stuff with real estate and and different things. And here we're having this conversation, and what I found found so interesting is that all of your knowledge and experience, really focusing on marketing and and advertising and communication of of how relevant that is to so many different things, whether it be, you know, organizations, nonprofits, and even the church, not just business and real estate. This is where, this is, if you're, if you're listening to live stream, this is usually where I edit it and tighten up and it just flows perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So you want me to go into a small topic? Okay. Yeah. I want you to go um, into a small topic and then I'll edit it and tighten it up for so when they listen to the podcast, they'll be like, wow, that's tight. <laughs> okay. So, all right, let me start with this. So usually what happens here is, um, you know, a lot of people got to know me as like the guy over at Logos Bible Software Faith Life. And it's for two reasons. One, I, I genuinely made stuff happen, but two, there wasn't many people that other people knew working there. Um, and I don't know, I still don't understand this of all the church products that are out there. I, I just don't understand why logos like those can't, doesn't seem to be like in the cool crowd, but it's doing, doing amazing things anyway. So a lot of people got to know me through that. And then, um, then I was like, Hey, just kidding. I'm a, I'm going to go work for the ad tech company. That was the technology behind beacon ads, which by the way, just bought dig.com. If you missed that. Yeah. So buy sell ads just bought dig. Yeah. 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 Buy sell ads is, uh, you know, I had a short conversation with them recently, but they're having their best year ever. And that's because there's what they do that they're, they're value, they're a value driven company. If I, if I can say that for them, I will. Um, and then I, uh, what was it short, shortly after that, I was like, just kidding. I'm going to be a real estate agent. Um, and so that's why I said I voluntarily have destroyed my career a few times. Cause when that business started going amazing, just six months in, I said, just kidding. We're going to move to Nashville, uh, and do it all over again. Start the whole start fresh. So all that to say, so it sounds like I'm just like all over the map. And even prior to all that, I, I worked in nonprofits for many years. I started a nonprofit when I was high school. Um, I funded uh, skate park projects. I'm the only person in the world who's ever bought and shipped a skate park off of eBay. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. I've never heard of anyone else doing it. I, I, w- I would just keep going with that until somebody pushes back. Yeah, challenge me. Come at me, bro. Right, serious. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then, um, so all this stuff, like, I know people think it's not connected, but just makes sense to me. Like it's all one big, what's that, what's that called when you put like circles of related topics on, on top of other circles of related topics? Those cool charts. Yeah. Um, a Venn diagram. Is that, yes, is that that's, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those. So that's how it feels to me, you know, and ultimately at the end of the day, you're just solving problems using a little bit of science, psychology, creativity, and, and that's all it is. And so I have an interest in, actual marketing and advertising like I actually like the work and it feels creative to me there's a bit of a science behind it right i really love 
anything that's real estate related, especially anything that's totally disrupting the industry. Um, I kind of like to just throw things everywhere. Uh, and that's what I want to do the real estate industry. I think that much of it is not built around for the benefit of the customer that is the end buyer and seller. And I want to be a part of the dramatic change that totally shifts that industry. Um, and then with the nonprofit, it's just because of what I, I care about. Nonprofits fill this void that the private sector isn't willing to do because they can't make money. And the public sector isn't willing to do it because they don't know how or, you know, they're unable to do it. And that's, that's where the nonprofit fits in it. And they solve real issues and real problems. So I've always had a soft spot there and, and probably always will. You know, that is something that you've always had is just this, this energy and excitement and your ability to communicate is, is so good, right? And I, I, that's one thing I've always admired about you. Um, but, you know, that's another thing. You know, you talk about all these things seem different, but you have found this common thread. And, and, and you're like this disruptor. You know, you, you go into a, in, a, in a space, right? And you, you see what it needs and you go for it. And sometimes it just seems, you know, like, totally crazy yeah yeah but it works well you know it's it's funny that you would say i'm, I'm like a disruptor because that's what my teachers put on my report card all growing up <laughs> <laughs> to the rest of the class you know they said it was like a, like it was a bad thing now i understand right you know, interestingly enough the last time i had a 360 review here i go ruining my career um the last <laughs> <laughs> last time i had a 360 review as a as a manager at uh, and, and this, I wanted to be, uh, you know, I'm going to be straight with people here. I, I just rub people. Some people I just totally rub the wrong way. And it's the report card I got back from my VP director was the same I got from, from school. It was like some people, you know, it was like displays, you know, potential and, and has great energy. And then the other side was does not play with others and is constantly disruptive. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, and see, maybe that's it. Is that I really admire the disruptors. To me, a, a disruptor ultimately is somebody that says, "Wait a minute, why?" And and that why is is the most powerful question yeah. that you can ask. Yeah, yeah, no, no, seriously, that the, the why. Someone asked that. Okay, this is why I was on my list about uh, bad logos or, or. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Unnecessary church oh, logos is great. is what's on the list. Yes, that came up in the church communications group yesterday. The one that. Uh, uh, Katie Allred runs, mm-hmm. yeah, which is, is like the best group. It really is one of the best groups it is. on the internet. It really is. Period. And someone asked, they said, uh, uh, you know, do I need a church logo? Mm-hmm. And my, I, I was first to comment and, you know, <laughs> I just said, I just said, I love this question. I genuinely loved the question because I, you know, I, I know that you can get really, you know, semantic, semantical. Is that a word? Semantical. It is today. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, yeah. You know, considering that I didn't say your 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 last name correctly to start off the podcast, you can say any word however you want. Oh, in that case, hold up, hold on. <laughs> let's let's see. We're gonna we're gonna find out what Grant Cardone says right now. One second. Pay the price today. Come on. Pay the price today so you can pay any price tomorrow. There it is. So uh, they asked if there was a church if church logo was necessary, and I just I, I just replied, yeah. I love this question and because I knew that it was asking about an image, not, you know, a font or do you need a brand identity and things like that. And what really, you know, got to me about that question was, it was just the, the 
the deepest question possible is why? What does it solve? And look, here's the thing. If you don't know how to create a, a logo, stop. Just everybody likes Helvetica. Just type it out in Helvetica, black on white. You're done. You just solved the problem. And, and I, I, you know, and I eventually chimed in and gave a, a full answer. I said, no, I don't think you need one. Like we attend one of the largest churches in the area here. And, you know, I, I remember the, you know, the, the warmth of the people. I remember the songs of worship, the, the depth of the teaching. And there's this guy who's always outside waving, right? Welcoming everyone in the church, rain or shine. That guy's the real MVP every weekend. But one thing I could not tell you is what their logo looks like. Have no idea. Zero clue. Been on the website, look at the bulletins, hold the coffee cups. I have no idea what their logo looks like. That's how much important it yeah, is. Yeah, you know, sometimes that's how I feel with, with some of the like church marketing and church communication. I honestly think that if you're doing something amazing in the community, then you don't need a marketing strategy. No. No. You, you, Just do something awesome. Yeah. The end. Yeah. True story. The, the one-to-one marketing plan has already been laid out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. my take. So, you know, under under that of, of the brain dump that we had uh, today... Um, which there's one, there's a couple questions on there that we, I have to seriously ask because yeah, ask. they're amazing. Um, but dovetailing with the unnecessary church logos is branding gone bad. I don't, you know, church, as, church communication, church graphics, all these things have sure have we made progress a lot, mm-hmm. but branding gone bad. It oh, happens. Man. I, I remember being at a church outside of Seattle and we were, we were, we took the, the middle school and high school, was it high school? Yeah. Middle school and high school youth group down. Uh, and I remember in every, like we were like helping build out the basement or something or whatever. I don't know. It was like a new, it was an old church, but it was a new church plant. Okay. And I remember like everywhere I went, I just kept seeing the logo like everywhere. And then I like in the lobby, there was TVs. I remember asking someone, I was like, so I was like, how many people go to church here? Cause it was a decent sized building. It's, you know, got a lot of room. They're like, yeah, this is about like 70 people on the weekends. <laughs> like, dude <laughs> like what's with all the branding i mean it was just it was so weird i mean like everywhere I, there was more like i couldn't see the exit signs that's how big the, the logos were I, mean, I might be exaggerating but i mean the, you know it was just all over the place and it was so unnecessary and I, I guess a pet peeve of mine i'm not mad about it but it's a pet peeve of mine just stop stamping your coffee cups right don't don't order that custom stamp and have someone stand there for four hours and call it volunteerism and, and, and rub a stamp on a coffee cup and brand your coffee cups. Ain't nobody going to ask you, where'd you get that coffee cup? <laughs> oh, I got it from the river of life down the road. Oh, is that a new cafe? No, it's actually a church. Like that's, that's not how that, it doesn't happen. Let's be real about this. Just look, get a plain cup, right? Put the volunteerism towards real volunteerism or something, you know, real activities. Like, give it to kids. Let them draw on the cups. Oh, but, I mean, amazing. stamping it, too much, man. Y'all gone. That's overboard. That's a, that's a come on, man, right there. <laughs> I'd play another Grant Cardone sound, but there's uh, there's a few on here that are not appropriate. So You got lucky the first time. <laughs> yeah, I was just winging it. And it's just like a stapled easy button. You just push it, and, and it says things. The 10X button. I wonder in this, just this whole process of kind of looking at things for me, the way I would look at it is this is the culture of the internet. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'm being too wordsy with it. And you certainly can correct me when I misrepresent you, but I think that this is kind of the culture of the internet of let's go with the change. I feel like John Saddington, as much as this is really difficult for me to say, John Saddington 
who started church mag and did beacon ads he was a whole culture of the internet as well of let's do this and i'm done let's do this and i'm bored let's do this and i gotta get my energy onto this next thing and so the the offering that disruption and doing things differently um, i think that church mag now isn't necessarily in the in the realm of the disruption and how we want to do it. I think that that takes a special person and Nate, you are <laughs> bless you. You are a special person. <laughs> uh, this is what we do. We insult our guests. When yeah, we I'll, I'll take it. But let me, let me just clarify with this one thing. Yeah. And so for all the people who are, are working the branding and uh, trying to, you know, create a, you know, something that's visually appealing and all that. If, if you have the time uh, and even if you don't have the ability I'm not, I'm not knocking you trying, I, you know, I think that being we're, we're created to be creators. Uh, and so I think, you know, pursuing visually or, you know, musically, uh, creative endeavors and things like that. I think that's all good, but it, it can't get in front of the why that that's what, I, and that's where it gets back to the root, right? You can't get in front of the why if it's distracting from the why this is what I talked about my breakout talking about chatbots. So I was like, look, if, if you're trying to figure out how to do a chatbot for your church, right. And it's taking time away from things that actually matter. Dude, stop that, man. Throw that away. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Right. Just get back to what, what does. But I, I think that, I think the thing about church mag and me and Eric, you've, you, we've had many different conversations. Phil has, um, constantly put his theological spin on it of when we have these conversations about like what's happening in the blogging sphere, the church tech angle, it's, it's a lot of times the, I don't even want to say that joke. Um, there's a lot of similarities of let's just go along with, go with the flow, do what everybody else is doing. Um, and I, I call it the church tech hive mentality. Yeah. And so, so Jeremy said that we're not that like disruptor, and for the most part, we're not. But in some ways, we are because we say we're, we're not disrupting for the sake of right, disrupting. Exactly. Where yeah. I think you said you love to do that. You love to get in there. We're not. Yeah, gonna go with I mean, I love that. We're not going to go with the flow idea. The just we're, we're going to do what's right, not what's convenient or profitable yes. or good. I don't know if that's a good word to have. Not good's good. I mean, good's yeah. a good word. Yeah. Good. That's good. Good. That's great. That's a good word. (laughs) Which let's also note, is there a hint of a New York accent there? Uh, No. No, because I keep hearing some kind of like. You're not, you're not far off uh, west of Philly. Where you spent most of your days. Yeah. Pottstown, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, 22 years. uh, That's, that's close to most of my days. No, it is. It, It is. Yeah, born and raised. It's a nice little place. Lots of drugs, crime. You know, Nate. I I I kind of know. Um, what's the best type of candy? I kind of know this. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> oh yeah, I did, I did put that on the list, didn't I? Um, you know. Okay, so here's the crazy thing. I think I've had like. I've had no, I don't know if I've had a bag of candy since January. Um, been on this health thing trying, although I had pizza. Tonight. Pizza's healthy. How's pizza not healthy? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you haven't eaten pizza with me. 
<laughs> the key is stopping it's like, after. It's not having a piece. It's having a pizza. Oh, all oh, right. I, I've learned the trick is stopping at two pieces, which <laughs> yeah. can be very difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, everyone's serving sizes range. Uh, <laughs> what are they called? They're like these. They're almost like gummy bears. Not gummy bears. Like um 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 jelly beans, but they're not jelly beans, and they're sour. Uh, they're called like dinosaur eggs or something like that. Those are really good. The little Haribo uh, raspberries, um, Haribo colas, Haribo stuff everywhere. All oh, the Haribo um, w- uh, white grapefruit is so good. Polar bears, oh yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 um, oh, and Haribo has a fruit salad too. It's very hard to find that though. I, when I lived in D.C., I would eat it in D.C. all the time because the little convenience store at the bottom of our apartment building had it. And uh, have you checked Amazon for this stuff? No, no. I, I've been trying to lose weight. So how's that going for you? Not act, uh, well, I'm, my lowest weigh in right now is at two twenty two, and I started at two fifty in January. I, then I'm not going to tell you what I just Googled on or just looked up on Amazon. Yeah. So then, okay. One, one other interesting question that I had to ask you. Yeah. Is what is Fortnite? I don't know, man. I seen that Drake <laughs> is playing it. Dude, you don't know what Fortnite is. I say, I mean, it's like, I, don't I thought that was like a question for for us to ask you, and I thought, wow, like- Nate knows about Fortnite. <laughs> no, it was like me asking you guys, what is oh it? Oh my gosh! All right, so Jerry, here's the deal. I know like some premises of this stuff, but I just don't get it. Like you're playing. Why Minecraft? did you know? I thought Minecraft stopped like. 30 years ago like i don't understand this dude okay okay so why did you think we would know nate <laughs> Wait, you don't know what it is eric i know what it is yes i know what it is of course you guys know what it is <laughs> i mean you're playing what, minecraft what? there's no way you don't know what fortnite is right isn't that the same thing same type of game, right? You, sh- you run around shooting each other or something and building so stuff. You sh- no, come, it's it's different. It's same but different. I can I mean, what he said. Mostly is different. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You know, all I know is like everybody's freaking out because Drake was on the internet playing Fortnite with like some kids that that dominate professional video it's, gaming. And it's the new it's the new Twitter. You know how everyone's like. Well, you, let me let me frame it for you, uh, Nate. This is where the disruption comes in. Um, that is the largest live stream in the entire internet history. There's never been anybody that's live streamed to more people at one time than when he did that. And then when Drake without, did it? When, no, he Drake wasn't even playing. Drake just simply sent out a tweet and Ninja was doing it. And then a week later, Drake had nothing to do with it. And Ninja played a game by himself and almost doubled that amount on top of that. See, and so see. Ninja did all that by himself. Okay, that that's kind of cool. See, now here's here's the thing. I learned a little bit more about these games. You guys know uh, uh, Stephen McCaskill, right? He, he's the guy behind the uh, the Spurgeon documentary, the Luther documentary. Um, I'm sorry, Nate. This is a space. This is a space that Phil would be able to fill well. Yeah, oh, Phil okay. Is the Phil would be able to fill mm-hmm. that well. His, his brother. Uh, has a game called uh, Last One Standing that just launched on Kickstarter. It's not a video game. It's a board game. 
and the way, and so I, I had a chance to talk with his brother about it, Brendan McCaskill. And I had a chance to talk to him about those video, this board game. And he was telling me like kind of compared to Fortnite. So then I had to do research. I was like, what is Fortnite? You know, and just like quickly learn on the fly, you know, I'm just like, I, I don't really He's understand like, uh, it, you know, cause I thought <laughs> the game was the last game for us all. He, he was like, uh, here, uh, what, what's a game that everybody in the world knows you know, and understands, I, I, uh, Fortnite. Yeah. So and, anyway, it fails on you. Currently at this moment, let me give you, uh, on this is obviously not going to work for people that are listening to the podcast later, but if we go to Twitch, and browse Fortnite currently has three hundred thousand people watching Fortnite. And well, a, uh, if you think that's impressive, I found Haribo little cupcakes on Amazon. So <laughs> I told you not to do that, Nate. <laughs> I told you not to do that. <laughs> so I'll have you know? Well, you know we have YouTube and we Actually, have all. Can the... I tell you something real quick about Haribo that I think is brilliant? Sorry to cut you off. No, please, I want to hear it now. Their slogan, their little tagline, mm-hmm. they it always rhymes in the native language or the country they sell in. Oh wow! So they're an international carry uh, candy maker, and their 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 slogan is always written to rhyme in the native language. That's amazing. You know, and that's another example of of marketing, right? They don't have the big, the big things and the flashy right. anything. It's just like, here's our. You know, you know what they do. You know how they sell the candy? No, I don't. They give it as much no, clear packaging, and they're like, "Look at it. Don't you want to eat it?" And you're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, M and M's can't see them. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. They got that meme format mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, the other thing about them is that it wasn't until like in recent years the gummy bears used to frown. Did you know that? Well, you're going to eat them. I don't know why they'd be happy about that. Yeah, that's that was the theory. They used to frown. Now they smile. They're like, but they my purpose is being. Get me in your belly, dude. Now I want. <laughs> now I want gummy so bad. Italian. Okay, weights. so today's May first. Why is May fourth? Which yep. is May the fourth be with you. If you don't know that, shame on you. Uh, why is it important to try? No, no, no not no, you, no, Nate. No, I, I'm talking I'm about people listening. Um, it's not all about oh. you, Nate. Uh, why is it important to trek? <laughs> what <laughs> you said? You said uh, why is May the fourth important to trekkies? Yeah, I don't get it. Why would that? I don't. I don't know. Why would it be? Why, why did you think it was important to trekkies? I can't even. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even dignify a response to that. <laughs> I'm leaving this podcast. <laughs> You know, you know Star Wars. No, I don't. Where, tell me. Where tell me, you jerk. <laughs> where Harry Potter takes <laughs> the ring. Bully free zone. You know, <laughs> bully free zone. I don't understand why. Oh, love May so much. <laughs> it's like Backstreet Boys loving the first. I don't get it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, mm-hmm. it's all good. They, yeah, actually, they're not all good. They they really stopped making the good stuff after the next generation. Ironically enough. <laughs> all right, Nate. Can't be friends anymore, Nate. <laughs> really seriously, you're gonna cut him that quick? Come oh, on, Jeremy. I'm cutting him that quick. <laughs> hey, hey, Nate. I might be I might be in Nashville again at uh, Word Camp again this year. So. Um, let's make it happen. If I make it out that way. I, I know we'll make it happen. Let's let's do it. When, when are we going to do a, a, a? Is there ever going to be a church mag conference? 
You know, we kind of kick that stream, idea around a little stream, bit. We're live stream. It doesn't matter. Right. People can hear this. You're going to delete the link. We can, ask, we can ask anything here, right? I, I didn't it's say true. you couldn't ask anything, but we didn't say we would answer anything. <laughs> I'm going to flip we, the thought about start that. digging in here. We could, <laughs> we could even put this in the podcast, maybe. We thought we kicked the idea around. We kicked the idea around. But, yeah, we kicked the idea around. We've kicked a lot of ideas around. How many most people of we kick out the door. need to commit to, to, to say we're going to do the Church Mag podcast or Church Mag uh, conference? Well, what's the difference between a hangout and a conference? I, I don't know. It could be the same thing. You, you could do, oh, here it is. Ready for it? This is it right here. Um, oh, what they call it? What, what, are they, what did they used to call them? Um, you do a flash mob conference. You just you just start picking coffee shops around mm. town. Oh, I thought right in flash mob <laughs> in a coffee shop in session for forty five minutes. Well, when you said the flash mob, I thought you meant like crash some other conference. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying Which wedding crashers. We could uh, like too. we could go to that church conference uh, and we could just put like mag just like pin it up there and then it would be that church mag oh. conference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think, yeah, like, I think uh, Justin would find that funny. I'm just I thinking think out loud you know, here. You know what? I don't know. Justin Dean would be okay if we did that. No, I really think he'd be okay with that. Uh, so here's the thing, though. I'm not saying that I was a part of this, but I was. Uh, <laughs> there was definitely, I believe it was a Desiring God conference. We, we, couldn't, get, we couldn't get stage time or something like that. So uh, I was asked to see if I could like pull off a private party like in the, in the same hotel like see if I could pull it together and you know get it all organized. And so I, I started calling up the hotels all in the area cause they were all booked. So you couldn't just get a room. So we were like, Oh, well maybe we can get like this side space or something like that. You know, cause the sponsorship rates were like crazy. Maybe it wasn't design guide. It might've been gospel coalition. It was one of those. And anyway, so uh, I remember the, like both the hotels I called, they're like, so what's this for? I was like, oh, man, I, I'm not going to lie to you, but I know once I tell you what I'm doing, you're going to tell me no. Uh, and, and they, they did, they, they shut it down. They're like, you can't have another event that is geared towards the people who are at the paid event. It's like, okay. So you weren't able Sorry, to, that's the end of my story. That, that's like the end <laughs> of the story. <clears throat> I thought it was going to be so much of a better story, but that was, that's it. Yeah. Going into it. We might have to edit that one. Out. Yeah. You can edit that one. Out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. No, I wouldn't it wouldn't be you. offensive. You're still one of my favorites. You guys are some of my favorites. That's why I'm on the show. It's awesome. Now, Eric, I want to ask you a question here. Oh, dear. I'm, 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 I'm switching up the interview. Hit him hard. Hit him hard. No, no. I, 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 and I want like a real deal response on this. So, okay. So anybody who follows me on social media or is on my newsletter, which you can get onto it at realteampanda.com slash join. And you should. You know, in fact, when I was not uh, marking any of your messages to me as read asking about being on the podcast <laughs> i actually i was like i need to go check out his website and did i subscribe of course i did i don't know if you get notifications but you had to be like are you sending his emails he's not replying but he's subscribing to my stupid newsletter i'm now gonna be monitoring specifically your open Thank rate you. with a zapier alert oh good. um good I think so I can your mental health i would suggest not doing that because you <laughs> for way too much and it will wreck your self-confidence yeah i'm gonna end up paying through the roof on that okay so i recently sent you an email that was entirely cryptid of promising you a money-making opportunity and didn't give you any details yeah you did what were your thoughts when you got that email 
That's all I want to know, actually. I'm not telling you the details. I should. I actually thought I need. <laughs> my first thought was, crap, I can't really look at this and read it and give it attention until I've hit him <laughs> on the podcast. Fair enough. And then I thought I, I should look at this closer when I have um, more time. It was like I pitched you the same way I remember pitching people multi level marketing back in the day. That's how that's I felt. What, that's probably why I ignored it. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see how you'd respond to it because it was totally off character. It's like, well, this is he can't read this and, and not not read this. <laughs> like he's going to have to read this and think like, what is going on? The question was, was okay, that your attempt was, to get this is, the Yes. Yeah, that was also included this, in the email. This was, this was, I have it right now, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, March 22nd. <laughs> oh, this is painful. Um, Eric, I have a revenue idea for Church Mag that will take zero, next to zero effort from you, and it pays on a monthly basis. Nothing shady, <laughs> but I have to leave you with a cliffhanger e- email. So you reply with, yes, I've got to know. Would you like more details? <laughs> you know, you can screenshot that so people oh know gosh. that I'm like that's not even fake. That's a real that, and that's a real offer. You have to reply to that email though to get the info. Right, right to that one. Okay. I feel like I need to take Nate, a shower right now. Please <laughs> tell me more. Boom. All right. Send. Did we get through the whole list? I feel like there's still some huh? food left. No, there was there was a long list, but I don't. I, I was a little bit nervous by the time you were like, "I don't know what, I don't know what Fortnite is." Your your trolling of Trekkies. No. Or unfortunately, this is going to be like a five minute podcast. I don't even know if we can use it anymore, so we'll probably just need. To I know. Cut it. Right yeah, Put yeah. It on the chopping board right now. What I would like to know, you say why? Uh, why does Christian Post hate their readers so much? <clears throat> yeah, why do they hate their readers so much? What, why do you say that they hate their readers? I, I have no context, or I, I'm, I'm. This is an honest, dumb question. I don't know what. What is this in regards to? And have you ever tried to open readers? up an article on that site? Oh, are you? They like pop up galore. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Dude, I have, I have, a, I have a, a year old MacBook Pro, and I'm still loading on a page here. It's still loading. Oh, and now there's music playing. Look at that! There's music playing. Oh my. I still, I still can't see the hero image. It's still loading. Oh, the, oh wait, I found the video, but there's no stop button on it. Oh, there's an email pop up. Let me let me scroll back up to the top. I I, nope. I have a I have a counter question to that, Nate. Oh my gosh. And yeah, maybe go for you it. can shed some light on this. I'm wondering why or um, I'm wondering why outreach, uh, and all their properties, why they don't actually write any of their own content and they scrape everyone else's all right so this is going to get into a bigger question um do, do you off, have an affiliation with them no i don't have affiliation with anybody not anymore no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so let's talk about a few things first i'm not going to say anything that isn't true all i'm going to tell you is if you want to learn more about christian posts do some research about internet scams, advertising uh, advertising scams, and the parent company that owns Christian Post. Due diligence, people. You can learn all you want. Um, but I stand by the fact that I do not believe that they like their readers based on the way they treat them as a in the way that they monetize their website. Um, so I still find it interesting they took a stance against Trump on moral grounds. Um, <laughs> Oh, I, by the way, when I said moral grounds, I was jazz hands right, right there. Moral grounds. Um, okay. So 
the issue with people not writing their own content. So let, let's talk about that for a minute. The, the straight up just uh, curation for uh, clout chasers. Can I, can I call it that? Curation for clout chasers. Clout chasers? Yeah, clout oh, chasing wow. is this thing in hip-hop, actually. Right now, it's being talked about. Uh, it's like when, um, like, like all, the, all the rappers who can't get play or can't get spins on the stations, right, and they're not making it on SoundCloud, are coming at, like, Takashi 69 right? They're, like, say, saying, like, you got to check in when you come into my city kind of thing, right? Because Takashi's hot, right? Everybody's following him. It doesn't matter. And so they're, they're just to be clear, after. you're not speaking our lingo at all okay. right now. It, it basically you chase after somebody who's bigger than you are. Right. So, mm-hmm. so you go out and you find some writers, right. You find some bloggers that might have like 200 followers, 500 followers. And you're like, Hey, I really like this piece that you did on blah, blah, blah. I'd love to send it out to my email list of 30,000 people and put your name at the bottom and give you credit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, in the beginning stages of writing, uh, in any craft really, right? You do work for free. That, I mean, it's pretty standard and it's not because that's the way it has to be. It's often because the quality work you're at isn't equal to what you want to be paid. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, the, you're working out the kinks, whether it be in your, your model or whatever. So the problem with this is when companies abused us and they just do it in a trash way, like taking articles without uh, asking, and then, or on Instagram, even like even on Instagram, I'll go this far. When people take a, they're just oh, well, I saw that you shared this post, and I, I knew you didn't create it. How do you know that? What's it matter? You stole, you just stole blanket took from one that didn't say you had permission, and posted it to yours. It didn't, didn't ask, didn't verify this is good, or they'll try to do like oh, but we give you attribution. We we. What's, I got to do with anything. I mean, like, it's not how that's not how this works. So we now everyone's out like a few years back. You couldn't just thing and and oh, there's an image and like take the image and, and then claim you know innocence when the photographer sends you an invoice. It, it, it's the same way. It's the absolute same way. You want to take content unless it's in a, an open. Uh, openly shareable form, right? So if you publish something as a PDF and you, you put it on SlideShare, bettable versions available, like you've li- you've opened up sharing license. You put a video on YouTube and it's a public video. You've opened up sharing license. Like these are commonly understood things. So when people take content that that just totally lift it, right, and, and just assume it's theirs uh, or put a little attribution at the bottom. It's just garbage. And then I see, see like other publications, they do it where, well, like they, they totally butcher the headline. They're like, Hmm, there's not enough hyper, uh, you know, hyperbole in this. We've got to get the click through rates up. Uh, look, how can we make this headline somewhat offensive to the point of the article? You know, it's just, and what it doesn't irritate me in just about any industry. I don't care. I genuinely don't care. It doesn't. It, it, it does irritate me in the fact that when it comes from uh, you know self-proclaimed Christian publications, that's where I'm irritated because the the moral ground or line or however you want to describe it shouldn't have to be clarified. You know, it shouldn't. I shouldn't have to say, "Hey, man, like the fact that you just kind of lifted that from my site wasn't really cool." I, I just don't understand why that's even a conversation. Shouldn't well, be a conversation. <clears throat> 
and and even and even a step beyond that, even beyond the 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 moral issue of stealing and theft, right? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. also the issue of building a platform, a communication platform, a reading platform, mm-hmm. and you're not creating any content at all. You're just you're just taking everything, right? from everywhere else and bringing it together. Like, yeah, I don't even yeah. know what that is, you know? So that then you can sell advertising to other quote-unquote Christian yeah, organizations. It's, and it's a straight-up race to the bottom. It, it, so, it really is. Yeah, so here, here's what happens. So, you know, I, I encountered this constantly in, with Beacon Ads, actually. So people would, uh, they would sell an ad, you know, a 260 by 125 on their top right sidebar. And because nobody ran IAB's uh, ad standards on Beacon and uh, so, so anyway, so you'd sell one and you'd sell it for 200 bucks. Like, cool. I'm going to put a second one on there and you want to try and sell both of them for 200 bucks. Well, you know, now you have competing interests, right? You're not going to get the same click through rate and shoot. You can't sell the second one for 200. So you start selling it for a hundred, right? And it's, you're still selling the other one. So now you're 300 a month. You're feeling pretty good. Right. And you're like, well, maybe what if I put a small one below that and I can sell it for 50. Right, so now we're at three fifty a month. But you know, by the fourth month, your, your top ad zone, they don't buy again. Right, they're like the click through rate's not there; it's not converting. You know, it's just not worth it for us. And so you're like, well, shoot! If someone doesn't buy every day, no one buys my ads. I lose money. So the most guaranteed way of making money, since most ad networks don't exist with Christian audiences in, in mind, and unless you know how to navigate AdSense, which is you know a very simple platform that's not true um then you just that, that's all you have to work with is adsense so you just plug it in right because it always serves or you just always serve you know backfill on uh, on amazon right because you're guaranteed money on it and that actually drives down the rate that you're able to sell it devalues all of the inventory and so I remember having this conversation with Ron Edmondson and, and he, you know, a great dude, by the way, not, not a, not a shyster on the advertising side at all. Great dude. And I was like, Hey man, let's just, let's literally, it was like, I kind of like just highlighted a whole section of his website. It was like, get rid of all of it. And he, he took out a whole bunch of ads and things that weren't necessary. We actually increased the prices, boom, sold and stay sold. Yeah, that was, it was, it was that like, was, uh, that was the big switch that Tim challenge did as well on his site. Yeah. He went one ad, you get one ad for a week and you get an article and it started at a thousand and it sold out. Like, I mean, he, I remember when I found out, I was like, how can we buy it today? You know, all day long, I'll buy that. And then he bumped it to two and I was like, it's still a deal. It's still a deal and a half. <laughs> it is. Right. So, you know, I think uh, there's, a, there's a lot of room there. I, I, oh, I put sponsored content in that, on that list, too. Sponsored content's big. People should really be thinking about how they can do sponsored content. Email buying. If you go to my- that, you're absolutely right with the sponsored content, um, which, you know, at Church Mag, we, we try to – we watch that really carefully with the sponsored yeah, content because you should. We, we respect our, our readers, and so we're not going to put anything sponsored content out there that is going to be just, just – selling them out you know no it, it's got it's it's got to work mm-hmm. and I I, we, and it brings more value to the spawn to the person sponsoring yep. it in the first yeah, place yeah you know i remember we had to tell an advertiser that was like some like mutual fund company or something that wanted to buy the faith life partner offers list and we we're like what does that have to do with churches so we're like oh we just figured you know everyone could use a little mutual fund i'm like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> you know I, like, <laughs> I mean i get what you're saying yeah. but no like 
Yeah, we, we've turned quite a few down. And yeah. um, right now, in my inbox right now, I have a, um, I won't name any names. Uh, they're a, uh, a service that serves churches. Uh-huh. They've been a former advertiser of ours um, in, in the past several years, uh, on and off mul- uh, multiple times. And they're like, hey, I'm writing content. I was wondering, um, you know, if uh, you're looking for any free content. <laughs> I'm right. just like, are you serious? <laughs> they said no. Like they, it's not a fit for you guys? Well, they're, they're, they're a fit. I don't know is that... Uh, we're just going to offer them up a, a, a chair, oh, you see, know, see, see. for for free content see, see. because um, you know we we have to cover server costs and we have to keep we have to keep keep things right. going, you know. So um, yeah, it uh, that the, there's uh, there's some shady stuff out there. Yeah, that's and I think you know when it comes with marketing and and all this stuff, it, it's it, it reminds me of the pop up ad. I would see statistic after statistic of statistic of people saying pop-up ads work. They work. They work. They works, work. They work. It works. But your people never come and back. It, and and at Church Meg, we tried it for one week, and I turned it off. And I said, I don't care what the numbers say. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. And now Google penalizes you for it. That's how much everybody hates it. Yeah. Even Google hates it. No, we all hate it. This actually, <laughs> I really like the way Sumo does it with the the welcome mat. If you're going to do anything similar to it, you know, but the pop up right, that right. like jumps in front of you, that's what I say. Like the, well, that's, that's why I say the Christian post hates the readers, because when you get there, every action you do triggers another ad. I'm just like, I can't even get to what you call germinals. Right. And, and I think that, that we, we can really come full circle with this. And that is what we started talking about um, at one other point in this podcast that has been. Oh, man, are we, wind, are we winding down? We, we probably should. Oh, oh, we are definitely winding down. We probably should. I mean, you've got a big day tomorrow. you got a big trip, Nate. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I got to leave you by know. the morning. So I, I think to come full circle is with church communication and church marketing and everything else. Um, don't don't get starry eyed. Don't get don't get caught up in the in the wild promises and this works and this is the fad and everybody's doing it and and go and grow by doing X Y and Z. Right. Like stick to your guns. Be true to you. Keep your eye on the mission. Right. Do that. Yeah. And everything else will will fall into line. Do you? Yeah, you you do you. You do you. You boy. do you. You do you. Mm-hmm. You do. Hey, is there still a, a church mag store? There is. There's like church it. merch. Yeah, church merch. Oh, I see the link. Sadly, there is. What's all in there? Mm, not enough let's stuff. Let's not yet. talk about this. It. Is a soft spot. <laughs> this is a soft spot in the back channel. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is like oh, every time I've tried to flip the script on asking you guys questions, they're like, "Oh man, don't go there." <laughs> I want to do a giveaway. How can we do a giveaway with some church mag stuff? All right, I'm going to look through the store. I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll send you an, uh, an email, Eric, and we'll plan something for uh, okay. January of next year based on your schedule. That, <laughs> well, we can, we can plan if you have some other ideas of something. I got ideas. Uh, you know, ideas you know, ideas. You, you know, and uh, if if there's one thing that you can learn from this entire situation this entire process of coming onto the podcast and the questions that you've had about church mag and the stuff that we would like to do or maybe should do or whatever um i'm clearly the bottleneck around here i'm clearly the bottleneck which is i think the i think that's the addressing point and i don't think it's a bad thing let's be clear um but that's where we identify that's why we have that mission statement that's why we have to identify what the goal is because mm. i'm not going to push you to do 
something that's not going to be towards that mission statement. I'm not going to be like, let's get the stuff on the merch because that's a Jeremy idea. That's not a church mag idea right now. Yeah, that's good. No, we're, we're even, we've, we're even sitting on a few designs from, from, uh, some awesome guys from the church mag yeah. server. Um, I think, uh, Ben Smith, has, Benjamin yes, Smith has sent a few our way that, uh, would, would Which, be, yeah. Yeah. To be honest, so. the longer we wait, the more we lose those future designs that he has because he's like, wow, you did something <sighs> and it took 12 months to, get- I'm a bad person. I am a bad person. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be realistic though. Like if he's, yeah, I'm being realistic. Jeremy, <laughs> It has nothing to do with you being a bad person or not. It's just that's what well, that, is I know. I, know. I mean, it's somewhat related, right? Yeah, it, right. Exactly. I'm not going to say that to him. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said it for you. I mean, I, I'm getting your instant message over here, Jeremy. I, I'm, I'm just saying what you're telling <laughs> He's me. He's reading through. it. He's just reading it. <laughs> it's true. Hey, um, all right. Last question from me. How do I get my podcast started? See, I've been, I've been, I, I, I've been going back and forth on this for like four years now. It's, it's too late, but I, I got to get on it, man. No, I want Eric to tell, to finally say, okay, so let's do the podcast about podcasts. Can you guys many times do, it's too meta. Can you do the post? Can you write the post on how I can set up a podcast? Just do it, man. Sure. How anybody can set up a podcast. Actually, there, like, what's isn't the there an stuff? app that will it. like record it and, Send it or something. Yeah, Gary V has one. It's What's it called? Gary V has. Uh, I'd have to. Look uh, is his up. anchor? Is yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah. Anchor FM or something. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Or you know yeah. what you do is you know you get yourself a mic and you record it. I mean, here's the thing: is that as much as I like as as much as I am into editing and stuff because I I spent lots of years, almost twenty years in radio, and in production. Right. So that's that's kind of my thing, and I like it, and I make. Lots of exceptions and shortcuts. I mean, in no way, shape, or form am I like, this is the highest production quality. It's amazing. I mean, I... Right, right, right. B- because through the process, I mean, that's how I was very early on, even before we started the Church Mag podcast when I was um, producing some others. Um, I realized that what makes a good podcast is what people are talking about. They're not putting people to mm-hmm. sleep. Like, I-, I listened... When we first started the podcast, I didn't listen to any other podcasts, um, and then I started listening to other podcasts because I thought, you know what, I probably should know what other people are doing. And mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I don't want to do what they're doing. I want to keep doing what we're doing. Um, right, right. And, and and that is, you know, doing edits. So if that's what you got to, that's what you got to do. You got to record it, and then you have to be willing to go in there and clean it up a little bit. But so even, I'm thinking just doing like a, a live conversation on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, and, and then that I might just work download too. Download the audio and cut it up in uh, iMovie. You could do that. You can do that. But even if you don't tighten it up, I think the important thing is that what you're doing is is worth listening to or watching or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's ultimately mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Is this interesting? Is this interesting to me? Right? The moment a pod we have a podcast that is not interesting to me, then I know that we've definitely hit rock bottom. Um, that's for sure. But the mechanics of, of how to do it, I mean, there's a, a million and one things out there that you could do or different ways that you could do it. You know, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. Of, I think it goes with any blog post or any yeah. ad that you do. It doesn't matter the tips and tricks because that just makes a great thing amazing, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. a great thing. It's like it's like um, worrying about you know what theme should I use for my WordPress? Should I use WordPress? You know, or like you know I want to make a graphic. Do I? Uh, I can't. Every afford- time I've ever had that conversation. Right. Exactly. So I use Photoshop okay. or Pixelmator. Like I don't know. What do I do? I don't know. Make something that people want. 
and the they'll come. Is, who cares? Just exactly. do it. Just true, do it. True. Just okay. Do it. Just do it. And if it's just, just record on your phone and upload it to Buzzsprout, and all of a sudden everything's put online, yeah. and you can just go. You don't even have to edit. Remember that time I was trying to explain clout chasing? I mean, and you said I wasn't speaking your language. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that would be an amazing podcast for people that want to know Buzzsprout. that. Buzzsprout.com. They, uh, they, they, they okay. basically were a, they, they were church right and they were like, gosh, there's got to be an easy way to do this. So they programmed and built their own thing. And then they were like, hey, I bet other churches could use this. Let's spin it up and make it sustainable. And that's how. Oh, it's for churches? Well, it, that's how it was birthed. Was was for that? There, there are a bunch of uh, young life people. Yeah. Oh, look but that. Uh, yeah. they have cool. um, they have some. F- they might have, do they have a free plan? They might have a free plan. They have a pay plan. Yeah, they do. But the problem is, is it deletes it after right. four weeks. Yeah, that's the free plan. Or, yeah, no. I was for ninety days. So, um, but they have some paid plans. Uh, okay. But you know, they're hosting your audio as well. You know, so th- there's mm. that going on, and then you can wire it up. Through their through their through their tools, um, this just got hard. Yeah, no, no, no. just pay, you no. pay the Buzzsprout and then you Seriously. record it on your iPhone. Seriously, and you're yeah. done. It doesn't have to be hard. Okay. It's not really that hard. R- really, it's just like I mean, you know this stuff, Nate. Content first, the end. Yeah, it's true. You know, you have your you have your good your, your good your, you know, you're just trying every time with the content, and then out of nowhere, what you think isn't going to be big goes big, and what you think is amazing no one pays any attention to <laughs> Gosh, the struggle is real the struggle is real i get All it right, i'm in the stream okay fine. and in the stream and your and wrap let's wrap it up because you're gonna have an hour-long podcast oh yeah today. this is gonna be a long one nate shit yeah i know right i'm no, not gonna do it nate. no Mine, th- thankfully does. nate when he talks you know he's got he's got a rhythm and so at least those long spells where we actually let him speak will be real at its plus <laughs> a little tip um using i, I use uh, adobe edition i don't know what other ones do this but i can compress time so when i edit this sh- the entire show i do it i do it in double time uh-huh. so a 40 minute podcast uh I shrink it down to 20 minutes and then I edit it and then I stretch it back out. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. So everyone sounds like Mickey Mouse. And then after a while you get used to hearing it like Minnie and Mickey Mouse. Uh, I usually sound like Minnie Mouse. Um, you get used to the timing and then when it, you, when you stretch it out, you don't have to re-listen to it. You just know that the pauses are, are going to be like they should be because you get used to it. Got it. Okay, but that's getting that's getting into pro tips. That's getting into pro tips. We don't need to. Yeah, I, I don't want pro tips. Just just ship it, Nate. Just ship it. I like it. Just just ship it, man. <laughs> Send us an email. Subscribe and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag podcast by visiting Church Mag online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. It's it's Jeremy's. Jeremy had this idea. It's mine. He thought yeah. it would be a fun thing to do, to do offer like a live stream because I edit and stuff like that. Um, I thought it might be a fun thing to do, and we were like, how do we do it? Because Google doesn't have that thing anymore. And I was like, dude, let's just use your... Let's just use your Twitch channel. I, all right, cool. You know? Well, 
I, I mean, I, I'm not mad about it. All right, cool. So we're we only off, we're only offering this to our Facebook group. So yeah. it's not like many people can see it, and I'm deleting it afterwards. Right. So it's private. It's oh, a I private Facebook group. So okay. Well, I mean, I'm not worried about ruining my career. I've done that voluntarily a handful of times. <laughs> <laughs> we won't name any names. <laughs> Which I is will. why you're now here. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on Buzzsprout.com. I'm glad I don't have a live show. I'd be late to my own live show. Guaranteed. Speaking of which, have you sent the um, shirts out to the previous guys? 